Hello, I'm Maddie, and when I was in school, my eraser was mostly full of, like, anxious puncture marks from my pencil when I was fiddling in class. Hi, my name's Al, and I don't think I drew anything on my eraser. Boo, normie. Boo, it was boring. It was normal. And behold, manga. Today we'll be talking about My Love Mixed Up by Wataru Hina Kura, Kure, sorry, illustrated by Aruko, who is the same mangaka who illustrated, uh, what's it called? The one with My the big Love man. Story? I think it's called oh. My Love Story. Well, those yeah. are the same title, aren't they? My Love Mixed Up, My Love Story, pretty similar. That's the one with the big, big man, right? Yeah. Okay. Continue. So, yes, My Love Mixed Up is nine volumes long it was adapted into a live action show it's a japanese live action did you watch it no no i I don't know how to watch these things it's on viki i'm pretty sure you can watch it for free oh yeah everyone's most known streaming service viki (laughs) i'm pretty sure i've talked to you about viki because that's where i watch like (laughs) k-dramas you have like a million mysterious streaming services i don't understand we watch spider riders legally Uh, yeah, so it's on Vicky. I'm pretty sure it's, it was free when I watched it. I don't know if they put it behind paywall. It also has a Thai television adaption that's being is set to premiere in 2024. Oh, yeah. Um, it should so be it an anime. Published. It's so so fun. It's a good anime. It's pretty new. It was public started publication in 2019 and finished in 2022. Apparently, on the same day it, it began and ended. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I was going to be like, that's, no, it's nothing. It's nothing, but it's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Want to talk about content warnings, trigger warnings? I just said there was like some homophobia, but it's pretty light as far as homophobia goes. And yeah. light fat phobia is mentioned in like one yeah, of the chapters. I so. That's all I got. Yeah, this is a pretty lighthearted story. It's not. It's so fun getting into like dark themes no so and the humor isn't like the older style where it's kind of borderline offensive no it's like actual modern day just funny humor Mm. just funny humor (laughs) like actual humor instead of being rude to people as a joke yeah quote unquote his lunch gets stolen by a pigeon (laughs) that sort of thing Anyway. (laughs) Are you ready for the summary? I mean, no. But I'm gathering all of my brain cells into one central location, ready to go. I feel like you could do a really easy, quick summary spoiler-free. Yeah, so we'll start with the spoiler-free summary, and then the spoilery full explanation thing. Uh, I gave you, what, 30 seconds each? Sure. And that's what I have on my phone. Ready? All right. Set. Go. So... It is a love mix-up because in the very beginning, Aoki is in love with his classmate Hashimoto and she's like this little little girl, of course, and they're in high school and he borrows her eraser and then it drops on the floor and it says Ida on it, which is the name of a boy in their class. And then he picks it up and he's like, oh, because apparently if you have your name on somebody's eraser, that means that you like them. And then there's like a whole mixed up accidental confession thing going on. But then, yeah, um, how will it evolve? The end. We'll find out in the next summary. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Set. Yep. 
Go. So Aoki and Ida get together, obviously, and they're very in love, and it's super sweet, and it's like awkward teenage love, and also Hashimoto has a background relationship with this guy, Ida, who it turns out her eraser didn't say Ida, it said Ida, and then she erased the A over time. And then it's just kind of following their relationships, and it's very funny, and ridiculous things keep happening, and... In the end, they go all go to university and they get their dream university stuff. And the two couples go to the same universities in different places okay. and they visit each other and they're friends. The end. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's it. They're friends. Okay. Red status. I read like two or three volumes of this and then I was like, can we do this for the podcast? But I said it in a, such a sly way that I mind controlled <laughs> Al into accepting it. We just basically let you send me a picture in our chat thing. And I of said, the pigeon oh, yeah. stealing Aoki's lunch. You see? It works. Like, oh, yeah, that's on my reading list. It is actually exactly what I wanted for November because yeah. it's a short, sweet rom-com, uh-huh. which I feel just suits November well. Yeah. It's gray. It's dark out. Mm-hmm. And teenagers are in love in another <laughs> world. Before that, I had seen the Japanese live action, which I enjoyed. Oh. It was cute. I think that one, um, it doesn't do the full series, but it does a good majority of it. I want to say maybe to like six or seven. Oh, wow. It has like its own kind of ending bit, which honestly could have been like a season ending rather than series ending, but yeah. So we're going to talk about kind of characters and the relationships. We'll work our way through them, Mm -hmm. Uh, starting with our main man, Aoki. Who has the most amazing faces. He's so good. He's so <laughs> dramatic. Everything is such a big deal to him. I love him. He like overreacts. It's like very much the comedy, but I also like how it works into his own character struggles. Mm-hmm. Where he kind of overthinks things. And he brushes off the more serious things by making a joke out of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is so right, by the way, about one Joy-Con being worse than the other one on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where the joystick is in the middle, and that sucks because your hands are too close together. Every time we played Overcooked, I would be like, plus Joy-Con only, please. Or no, wait, I think I got the minus one. Whichever one's better. He's a funny guy. He's very high school boy. I love mm. that he had this idea in his head of how relationships are going to go, which of course isn't how they go. And then he spends the whole time panicking and doing stuff like he Googles, how do people act when they like you? It's just very, very <laughs> teenager. It's great. Mm-hmm. He has He's the one with the kind of fat phobic backstory. Yeah. Where when he was a kid, he got teased for being fat. And so he lost his dreams of working in the food industry. But then he gets back to it later on. Yeah, I always hate how, like, when they have fat characters, part of their backstory is always related to food. Yeah, that's true. Every time. Yeah. There's, like, the rare occasion when they don't have it related to food. And there are also yeah. times where, kind of, they separate their being fat and their enjoyment of food. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, there's a whole thing we could get into with this, but it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. People aren't just fat because of food, and if they are, who cares? (laughs) Basically. Fat people can also have fully realized lives and adventures and stories. 
I do like that it wasn't like he went on a weight loss journey or anything. It's just like, and then I hit puberty and whatever. But it's, yeah, mm. it's very brushed under the rug is kind of like, that's what happened. And it's not like, ha ha ha, I was fat. It's just kind of like, how could they make fun of me for my body shape? Anyway, moving on. But it's not, mm-hmm. definitely not winning any awards for like, <laughs> no. like it's not doing super anything revolutionary. revolutionary, but it's no. not as offensive as it potentially could have been. Yes. It's 2019 now. <laughs> yeah. I like how this uh, story starts off as like, this is a story about some good, earnest high schoolers. And it ends with, this was a short story of some good, earnest high schoolers, which Mm -hmm. is very much what it was. Yeah. They're very good boys. They've never done anything wrong in their lives. Hashimoto is included there, too. Yes. Right. Of course. Hashimoto is one of the boys. (laughs) One of the Um. guys. Yeah. So we could quickly touch on Ida before moving into because there's a lot of things with Aoki that I kind of want to contrast with Ida. Mm-hmm. So we could so let's let's, talk, let's about talk about our other strange, strange man, weird boy, <laughs> weirdest man alive. He's a very stoic character, but like isn't at the same time. He's very stoic yeah. in the sense that he hides his emotions and appears very rational and thinking at times. But mm-hmm. behind that, you can also see that he's also a bit of a mess of a high school kid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it kind of develops over time that he starts showing his emotions more and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he introduces the best love story in the series, which is, of course, Aoki and Mame Taro learning <laughs> to get along. <laughs> Mame Taro is his dog. He loves his dog. His dog freaking hates Aoki. <laughs> It's I so just funny. like at the like near the end when you find out that it has to do more so with the fact that um his clothes have like a floral smell to them. Yeah, and the dog doesn't like the smell of his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but even then he like changes or something and then the dog just sniffs him and is like, Whatever, I guess I'll accept this. <laughs> it's so good. That was like my biggest laugh line in the series that I like sent to all my friends was when in the very beginning he meets and he's like, oh, so this is Mame Taro. And he's like, yeah, my dog. And he's like, oh, so Mame Taro's kind of biting me. And he's like gnawing his leg. <laughs> it was so good. Anyway, enough with the dog. Let's talk about the man. I like him. Um, yeah. I think he's my A-spec coded king that I, yeah. I have grabbed. Yeah. <laughs> for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just has a lot of struggle about, like, liking someone comes naturally to everyone else. And I don't know, I'm over-examining my feelings. I've never really had a crush before, and I don't understand. And it's like, okay, we see you, demisexual king. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out what are Yes. Yeah. And now that we know, let's, 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 let's observe them trying to figure out their feelings. Talk about these two boys together. I love their relationship. I was so weirdly <laughs> invested in it. It's very sweet. I like how their personalities contrast each other. Mm-hmm. And how, and like their relationship, they kind of, how well they work together. Like they really gel well. Yeah. They balance each other out a mm-hmm. lot, I would say. Like the intense outward feelings versus the intense inner feelings. <laughs> or Aoki panicking with anxiety stuff and Ida being kind of like, I don't get it. It's fine. Don't worry. I also liked how, um, even when they worked well together, there are times where they would have misunderstandings because their personalities mm-hmm. are so different. Where Aoki was kind of learning, looking for a more outward um, showing of affection. Yeah. 
it's so realistic it's so you barely ever get this stuff in series because they get together really early on it's like what volume three or four i think so i want to say i think it's volume three yeah i feel like it's about around the ski trip yeah it is the ski trip because yeah, yeah that's when <laughs> the ski trip there's so much funny stupid <laughs> stuff in this like the ski trip they go on the ski trip and the kids who can't ski are treated like awful and served horrible food and stuff. So i just stuff. i'm just gonna keep laughing at it um, in the stuff. adaptation it was changed to um a camping trip hmm. i guess because um the camping trip worked better on film than it was a skiing trip would yeah but yeah it's easier to book a campsite than a mountain in the summertime when you're filming or something yeah perhaps but it worked out well it was fun but back to the manga yeah so it kind of starts out with they so aoki confesses and goes like panicking again and he just kind of like yeah sure we can date and he's like oh actually <laughs> and he's like yeah i mean no, why not whatever it, there's kind of that theme too where aoki's always over analyzing their relationship and he's worried mm-hmm. what other people think and everything and he just kind of like yeah i don't care we're on a date and then aoki's like don't do that don't tell people we're on a date and he's like why not and that's kind of a theme that runs through mm-hmm. um how did you like okay so it in the end how he comes to this realization that's like, people will tease Ida, and I don't want Ida to get hurt. So the reason I didn't want this was because I didn't want Ida to get hurt. What did you think of that? Because that didn't really ring true to me with his feelings throughout. <laughs> you could there, friend. I just took a sip of tea, poured it down my sleeve and on my pants, oh, and no. inhaled it. That was really amazing. My poor friend. <laughs> Okay, um, it's in my nose. Uh, continue. <laughs> I feel like I jumped so, in a pool. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's realistic to a degree where even if that wasn't truthfully why he didn't want to tell other people, I think because of his personality, he would immediately think of Ida. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. He's, like he's somebody who's like, I don't want this because that. they might make fun of me deep down inside. That's probably what he feels. But because he's somebody who thinks of others first, kind of, that's his Mm -hmm. immediate thought when thinking of the situation. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely uncomfortable examining his own emotions, even though his own emotions come out a lot. Mm -hmm. He jokes them away or pushes them down or something. So, yeah, I can see how that would be his reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because it's kind of like true when you think of the very first couple of chapters where they have that misunderstanding. Anita is very, like... Inside, he's panicking, but uh, like mm-hmm. how he presents himself is very like, okay, well, let's try this out, kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. Aoki is immediately like making jokes and like trying to run away in a sense. Yeah, and he spends a lot of time really over examining. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like I am into this guy, or are we friends, or whatever? Which I related to a lot, but of course, I my my realization was always we are friends, and his was romantic so good for him mm-hmm. <laughs> he also finds out by because he's always teasing Aoki and it's super cute I really love their <laughs> dynamics so much but he's teasing Aoki and Aoki's like stop that and then he sees kids where one like the boy is teasing the girl and he literally oh, grabs yeah. the kid's head and is like I'm you <laughs> so <laughs> weird <laughs> that realization of like oh I like Aoki because I like to tease him and like yeah boys tease. I was like on the fence with that because like yeah. I had that told to me as an excuse for like boys bullying me yeah for so sure. I'm always like 
if he would series uh mm-hmm. bring that type like that line of thinking up i think in this way it was kind of done in a way that doesn't victim blame yeah for sure well and yeah it, i didn't like that it was the boy teasing the little boy teasing the little girl because yeah that's an old tired thing that yeah just makes little girls get hurt but in the case of their relationship the teasing was definitely like oh yeah yeah and no like one it was, was presented hurt and yeah the thing is, too, is that the teasing was lighthearted. It wasn't like mm-hmm. you're purposely trying to hurt them kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And it was more presented of as a kid, you just don't know how to express yourself, which is why you tend to go towards action over words. Yeah. And that's and true because Ida also doesn't know how to express himself. It was presented more in that way rather than like a, you should accept this teasing abuse because that just means they like you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which is what it's usually presented as. <laughs> so that's um, that a co- lot of the yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of it too is them learning how to communicate, like you said earlier. Um, mm-hmm. But there's just a lot of really relatable stuff again, even as someone who doesn't do the dating thing. But mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, I really like there was a time that Ida texted Aoki, or Aoki was texted him first, something like hey, oh, do you actually want a date or something? And then Ida texted, let's talk tomorrow at school. And then Aoki can't sleep and he's like <laughs> panicking and freaking out all night. And Ida's just like, oh yeah, I just thought it would be faster if we talked. We're fine. It's like just <laughs> the different communication styles and learning to work together. Like because that's something they, you do like, in any early relationship is like, oh, this person never texts me. It's not because they don't like me. It's because they just never text and or whatever. Just learning the different ways people communicate. Mm-hmm. It was very realistic in that sense. Mm-hmm. I think it was very realistic a lot. I really mm-hmm. like that it, a lot of the ones we read that are adorable and I love, I love a slow burn, you know me, they get together at the end and then it doesn't really show much of what happens after. And this mm-hmm. one was very focused on what happens after and how that can still be exciting and romantic and sweet and everything. And yeah, I really liked um, it. With a lot of like the newer high school romances, the characters tend to get together either at the end of, like, the first chapter or, like, the end of the first volume or so. So I think this is very much in line. The thing is, is that some of the writers, I don't think, can write relationships. Uh For me, personally, Uh when I do romances, I like the slow burns more than, like, the actual relationships. I find my interest in some romances tend to die off once they get together. Yeah. Like, Kimi need to doke. Uh, um, well, I haven't read that one, but yeah. Yeah. Stupid. There are a couple, though, that I do enjoy. And this was one of them where mm-hmm. I enjoyed once they got together. Yeah, I think it takes a special storyteller to be able to make it interesting. Because a lot of the time they'll just throw in unnecessary stupid drama or, mm-hmm. like, fights and stuff. And these guys never fight. It's just kind of like them figuring it out. And it's very warm. It's good soup, as Adam Driver would say. <laughs> okay. Should we move on to our next couple? Yeah, let's move on to our background characters, who we also adore. So we have Hashimoto, which is the girl that Aoki has a crush on, who is also a very good girl. Mm-hmm. They remain bros, which I love. Aoki had a crush on her in the beginning, and it kind of fades, and then the two of them are just each other's cheerleaders for the rest of the story. <laughs> it's great. Their it's like, so friendship good. relationship is one of the best things in this manga mm-hmm. as well. Very much cheering each other on when it comes to... Um, their relationship they're also very similar personalities yeah yeah they both have the drama <laughs> the, i like when she gets rejected by ida and she goes to get a mohawk and then i <laughs> and then Aoki's there the whole time like no no stop don't do it 
they're they're funny um, she has the appearance she's like the kind of small little bowl cut cutesy she like she has the appearance of like the sweet innocent girl and she does act like that but also <laughs> she has this undercurrent of like rage which is very good i um, love it the revelation of her dad being her like dad's a- the best character <laughs> i love him i love that story arc yeah it was so good Where after uh she and ida get together and he ends up meeting her parents and like the mom's pretty chill but the dad seems intimidating and then it turns out it's that this he's giant actually like guy. a wrestler what what do they call it it's um it's a wrestler Some but sort of it's wrestler, like a yeah. it's like a theater wrestler in a sense where they have like a character that they play mm-hmm. um and he's like the baby doll face yeah. wrestler or something because behind his sunglasses are like these really beautiful eyes yeah he's and got he the just, exact like, because in the beginning he's like whoa how did he make hashimoto like he's so big and scary but he's got her exact eyes like the little like <laughs> cutesy girly eyes <laughs> and then he spends the whole time accidentally threatening ida but being like eat my food and he's like oh my god your food is so good and can i help with dishes and he's like no keep eating <laughs> it's great it's great it's really fun i like that chapter um yeah it was great let's talk about ida ida yeah we could talk about ida um so he is aoki's friend so stupid (laughs) he's just so stupid (laughs) the stupidest boy alive i love him he really is he's one of those ones where he just he doesn't talk about his feelings (laughs) oh no he doesn't even know his feelings he would prefer to not have feelings it's like somebody says you should confront your feelings and he just turns and runs (laughs) He yeah. makes a joke. <laughs> Absolutely. He's kind of the archetype of the high school player kind of mm-hmm. flirtatious guy, but not in the way of like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of high school player archetypes who are meant to be for the audience to be swoon over, but he's mm-hmm. not that. He's just like literally what a high school boy would be like <laughs> if he was like that, where all the girls that he dates are like, you're spending too much time with your friends. Get away. And he's like, oh, whatever. And then he's like, oh, I don't want to date Hashimoto because then I'll look not cool because people will see that I have like a girl or whatever. <laughs> it's like, stop being stupid. Tell her you like yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. I also liked how you saw him kind of mature through the series. Mm-hmm. Like near yeah. the end where he um, he actually studies. <laughs> yeah. And does well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That mo- There was a moment between him and Aoki that was you and me mm-hmm. where it's like. Go to the library. They have manga there. They have manga there? Yeah, it's great. I love the library. <laughs> that was us. Yep. Yeah, I kind of like near the end where he actually studied, got to the university he wanted, and then was taking like the driving driver's test mm-hmm. and looking to like move out and kind of consider his future. So he was yeah. having like this mature moment of my adolescence in a sense is ending and now it's time for me to take the next step. Yeah. But he's still ridiculous. He's still the whole time. Yeah. He still struggles with the communication at times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We could talk about okay, let's talk about his relationship with Hashimoto because Mm -hmm. it's not a good relationship. Like he's not a good boyfriend, but it is a very realistic high school relationship for sure. It's one where it's like, I don't know if they'll stay together by the end of this all, but for now it's like the type of relationship you would have in high school when you're figuring out how to relationship yeah that's exactly it they're both figuring it out 
Like, there's a thing where Ida keeps brushing her off or saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, I could cheat on her if I wanted. But then she gets, like, really angry. And it's like, oh, oh yeah. she's keeping him in line. I didn't like that. But it's because he's not a great boyfriend. But then also she keeps, like, crying to get what she wants and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they both kind of apologize for their different roles in it. Mm-hmm. They would have to get much better at communication to stay together. Yeah. The other two are great at communication, <laughs> figuring it out. These two just... The other two, they have, high like, schoolers. kind of miscommunication, but it's miscommunication in the sense that, like, Aoki kind of overthinks things, and then Ida sits him down, and they have a conversation. Yeah, they talk about it after, yeah. <laughs> Whereas with Hashimoto and Ida, when there's miscommunication, it usually involves Aoki coming up to one of them, and with Ida, mm. it's either, like, he's telling him, get your shit together, or with Hashimoto, he's like, Ida is just not communicating and this is an yeah. issue and i'm gonna go have a chat with <laughs> like, him whatever gf let's go for lunch yeah <laughs> i liked them as a couple to read if they were in real life i would be like oh no <laughs> <laughs> you'd be the friend telling Ashimoto to break up with him <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but i do like him as a person just not as a boyfriend he's not treating you right um shall we move into kind of um how it plays with romance tropes yeah, rom-com themes and yeah. tropes and things. Uh, it is not serious. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know romance tropes better than me. What are some you noticed? Um, I think the biggest one would probably be the one that the story revolves around, which is the love triangle. Yeah, yeah. In the sense that you have this boy who likes a girl, but she likes another boy. And then the boy ends up falling in love with the other boy. <laughs> yeah. Because usually when things have love triangles what they mean Mm -hmm. is two people like one person but in this it's an actual triangle and then it turns out that it was just a misunderstanding and there was no triangles and everybody just loves the right person it's great it's kind of like because of that misunderstanding you had two people who previously weren't related except for the fact that they sat next to each other Mm -hmm. behind one another no how would you phrase adjacent to one another yeah that covers all your bases okay adjacent to one another (laughs) ends up falling in love because of that misunderstanding Mm -hmm. i think the major things for rom-com was just that it had like a lot of the story beats that romances have like it had the festival arc and it had the valentine's arc and it had the school trip arc and it had the graduation arc that comes at the end yeah yeah but there's no drama in it they're just Mm -hmm. having fun I think the very, like, small one that would probably be outside of the rom-com would probably, uh, the rom-com tropes, and in the sense is a bit of conflict, is with Aoki's tutor, mm-hmm. when he sees them. Yeah. That, yeah. That was the only really focused on homophobia arc of the story, and even then it was pretty tame. Which I was kind of fine with, because yeah, I don't think the author is... Yeah, well, you can never know for sure, yeah, but even then know. it's like, you know, there deserve to be queer stories that are chill, just like there are mm. queer stories about queer themes. Which is kind of like why I liked it, where there was kind of like, yeah, this is still a thing that's kind of around there, but yeah. we're not gonna hyper-focus on it, and it's not it gonna nice. be... Just before we move on to the LGBT stuff, still playing on rom-com themes, mm-hmm. I did notice a popular fan fiction trope that is one of my favorites. Do you remember when they went on the trip to Kyoto and then they mm-hmm. got a hotel room and there was only one bed? <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, yeah, only one bed! <laughs> That's a fun one. 
that's the only one I got. <laughs> There's a lot of ones where it was kind of like, um, is something romantic going to happen? And then it would turn into like a gag. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. These two are so pure. Like they don't even hold hands <laughs> until like six months in or something. Which, like you know, you can say positives and negatives about that in, a, like, a gay relationship in a story. Mm-hmm. But I just love them. They're so sweet. And they do the pining thing. Like, they're they're together, but they're still figuring it out. And then there will be mm-hmm. little moments that are so sweet. Yeah, it was good. Uh, do we want to move into the LGBT plus Yeah, stuff? we can talk about the the tutor from before. Ocon- O'Connell? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember his from, name, but you know that guy. The I whole, think it was. It started with an O. I don't know. Okano. I have Okano here. Okay, yes. we'll go with Okano. Yeah. So he's kind of giving Aoki advice, thinking that he's talking about a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then later on he sees him holding hands with Ida, and he's like, "Oh no, it's weird. That's gross." And he does the kind of smaller microaggressions mm-hmm. like he doesn't outright like bully him or anything, but he'll be no. like, "Oh, sorry, dude. I'm not into that." Like, it, like when Aoki's nice to him. And he's not flirting, but he's suddenly, like, hyper alert. He's um, one of those ones where he, like, sees himself as progressive, but when confronted with it, he tends to shy away. And part of it is because he's from a slightly older generation where yeah. that stuff wasn't as accepted as mm-hmm. it is now with, like, Aoki's generation. So it's not so much that he is, like, full-on homophobic, but it's kind of, like... Yeah. When presented with it, he defaults to that because that's just kind of the culture, like the way of thinking that he grew up in. Yeah. Well, and that's different all over the mm-hmm. world. I don't actually know the super nuances of wherever they live in Japan. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't know. They're in a city, so cities are usually a little more okay with stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I know gay marriage still isn't legal in Japan and stuff. I don't actually know what it would be like in Japan to be. I'm assuming it would be harder than what we see in the manga, because it would yeah. be harder than what we see in the manga, even here, where we live. <laughs> so, but yeah, that guy. I like that yeah. they just he just called him prejudiced, and that was enough for him to be like, oh man, I gotta change. <laughs> <laughs> he gets called that, and he had to like actually sit down and like think about how he was behaving, and yeah. actually make an effort to be a better person, mm-hmm. which I liked. Yeah, they have ramen together. Mm-hmm. And then there's this thing like, oh, we all like different flavors of ramen. We all have our own preferences. <laughs> and I was like, cool, if that's what makes you think that, go ahead, buddy. I did like with this one is that it doesn't uh, villainize Hashimoto as like yeah. the girl character in it. Because I find with some of like the BL with girls, they're either villainized or non-existent or occasionally are just treated as the wingman best friend which is kind of what Hashimoto is yeah yeah but she also gets her own story oh yeah she gets her own story which is nice there's actually okay there aren't like a lot of girls in this story but the ones we see are pretty great like there's the one who works in the restaurant Mm -hmm. and she has her own kind of cool arc about unlearning perfectionism Mm -hmm. and i really like both of the boys moms and how they're kind of like i think our sons are dating we're not going to say it out loud but hello let's introduce ourselves (laughs) to each other at the grocery store you know there was also Um, that one girl from um another school that they met for uh the the dating what do they call that again oh it was like a yeah, like a group date or something? Yeah, a group date. Was it a yeah, a group date, I think? I think her name was Kokoro. Yeah. She's yeah. great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all great. Like, like, they just meet, and she has a crush on Ida, because Ida reminds 
her of her actual crush, and then she just, like, becomes <laughs> best friends with Ina and Ayuki. Yeah. And there's, like, jealousy stuff that goes on, of mm-hmm. course, but it's never... The girl is never at fault. It's always another thing that they have to work through as a couple, which is great. Uh, yeah, it's more about, like, miscommunication and figuring out, mm-hmm. like, relationship rather than a specific person is the villain. Yeah, you're so right. I love that. What a good story. This is so... It warms my heart, this story. Another thing that I liked um, related to the LGBT stuff mm-hmm. is that nothing's... Well... I like it. Some people might change, like, your mileage may vary, but I like that they didn't really label anything. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like Aoki had this gay awakening. It's like, I liked Hashimoto. Now I like Ida. It's just, I like them as people, you know? And it wasn't like, oh, I was pretending to like Hashimoto before, but actually I'm gay. Or, like, it's just, you know, they're just living their lives and loving who they love. And mm-hmm. Ida is definitely a spec. <laughs> I won't let go of that. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Um, yes. Yeah, I feel like with some of the LGBTQ stuff that I read in from Japan in general, there's the ones that are very much like talking about identities and how they fit within that space. Like, um, love is the answer, or is love the answer? Yeah. Where it's very much about the LGBTQ identity and mm-hmm. finding yourself within that. Um, well, and our dreams at dusk too. Was, yeah, but that was like. That was much more focused on the hardships of it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, like, those ones. And then there's the ones that are, like, I'm not gay, but I specifically like this one person who happens to be the same <laughs> sure, gender but... as me, which is, like, okay. <laughs> That's fine, but, like, weird. And then you have the specifying. ones that where it's kind of, like, there isn't so much an issue about them figuring out an identity. There might be, like, a moment thing where it's, like, oh, my God, I can't believe the person I end up falling in love with is of the same gender. Yeah, that was this one. He Which was is like what that. this one falls yeah. into. Where it's like, it's also much struggling with their sexuality and identity beyond, like, a small moment of, oh my god. They'll kind of come out, well, I, Aoki, he won't come out as, like, mm-hmm. any specific sexuality, but he'll come out, like, saying, I'm like Ida, and I'm dating Ida. And every single time, he's so, so nervous, and every single time the person he comes out to is like, oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> very chill there's never any other reaction which is pretty nice i just i think it's just so warm and so sweet and i kind of liked how when they did like the coming out with the parents you didn't really see the parent reaction yeah you just kind of saw the before and after yeah which i thought was interesting and it's never a big dramatic like i love Mm -hmm. you no matter what it's just kind of like yeah let me know if you need anything and we like you. There was a time when Aoki thought that Ida's mom hated him. And then it turns out she was just like, no, I was. I felt bad because he was inviting you over all the time. And I thought he was like infringing on your time. And Yeah. Especially with exams coming up for university. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we move into the ending stuff? Yeah, let's talk about the ending. Uh, so- <laughs> First thing is the, oh my God, this was so, so ballsy. This was legendary. The amnesia plot. <laughs> <laughs> the amnesia plot hit and i was just like oh my god i hate i this. got so mad i texted you about it and then deleted the text after it ended <laughs> do you remember that yeah i, I was like uh, i was like unsent a message never mind <laughs> i like got to that part in the manga and i was like oh i bet this is what she messaged yeah. me about and like i kind of so basically knew. okay we should describe we should describe um ida falls down the stairs at the subway and then there's this whole chapter where it's like out oh, he fell down too and he lost his memory and then 
nine years pass or something and he hasn't regained his memory and he has no memory of their relationship it's just sad and they meet up again (laughs) so dramatic and i was like this is the wrong tone for this story this makes no sense and then it turns out that he was just it was like what it was a long time it was like a full chapter it was like a full chapter it turns out that he just hit his head and he was done for three seconds and none of it happened (laughs) it was all the dream it was a prank, bro. It was just a prank. I was like, you know oh my what? God. I feel like that is also kind of like a romance trope of the love interest gets like hit by a car and gets <laughs> amnesia. I was thinking the whole time about Al Harvey ride where she's like waiting for him and he just gets hit by a freaking car. And I'm like, not this again. <laughs> yeah, definitely playing on that like that trope for sure like cyber leap but it was real it was all just a dream i was dumbfounded i was like the author really just did that like she just did that (laughs) just like what is it brave bold show-stopping spectacular absolutely never been done before (laughs) whatever that is it's like a blip of the story that it was like back to your regular scheduled fluffy romance Uh uh-huh um, I'm glad you were mad, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bad and upset. Mm-hmm. Um, the university plot. So, basically... They study um, hard. Yeah, they study hard. Aoki and Ida, uh, Ida want to go to the same university in Kyoto. Which they end up getting in. I was so happy for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like a regular high school struggle. It was like... Mm-hmm. A lot of this was just like, ah, I remember high school. <laughs> Yeah. Having to face your future all of a sudden and making decisions mm-hmm. that will affect you. And I was happy. There was a little brief stint where it was Ida and Aoki shopping at Ikea. Mm-hmm. And it made my heart so happy. I was just like, look at them go. Look at how wholesome. They're like getting ready to take the next step in their life. Mm-hmm. During that. Um, and then we hit the last chapter. Al, would you like to tell the legendary <laughs> tale of how we read the last chapter of this story? So, uh, we've been reading this series on the Viz Media app subscription. And for whatever reason, the Viz um, app does not have the last chapter of My Love Mix-Up. The last it ch- ends when they're like looking at their <laughs> university results or something. It's and we're like, like, this doesn't seem right. There's 36 <laughs> chapters and they only have 35. And the ending of 35 is Aoki and Ina logging on to see if they got into the university they wanted to get into. And then it's just like a picture of like a drawing of like the main couples. And then it just ends on the app. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> that doesn't so- seem like it wraps up the story. We both and I. messaged support to be like, hey, could you put in the last chapter? But we both were just like, last chapter, please. And then they <laughs> responded like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I didn't think anybody would actually monitor it. But the chapter still no. didn't go up. So I don't know what happened. I don't know. It's just like non-existent at the moment. It'll, maybe it'll go up like next year. Hopefully. It'll probably go maybe. up like the day after we upload this episode or something. <laughs> probably. Like so the thing is, is like we couldn't read it on the app and we couldn't read it from the library because our libraries didn't have the series and like we weren't gonna buy the last volume in a series so we all just ended up going to chapters and reading the last chapter which is the canadian version of barnes and noble i should say also yeah we just went to the bookstore (laughs) i mean i also picked up some books as i was there to make up for just standing there reading a chapter (laughs) i brought i fully brought my lunch in and sat at a desk and got my greasy hands all over the new book and just read the chapter and took pictures of it like a weirdo and then left (laughs) 
I bought two books for the justification for the two of us. What books did you get? I got A Sunny and Drowning and okay. um, Howl's Moving Castle because oh, my yeah, you sent me those pictures. old edition is kind of falling apart. And Oh, you already the, have that book. Yeah, I got it at the used bookstore. You got a prettier one. You do this I got I got the new cover, <laughs> but also my old one was like the glue was like stiffening and mm. like kind of the spine was cracking. I see. I was like, I want to get the new pretty version. I got it thirty percent off. Like I got I'm both so books for, for like fifteen bucks. I am so. really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, that's anyway, enough advertising chapter. for <laughs> 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 enough advertising for chapter. That's the last chapter. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, what did you think of the last chapter? I thought it was kind of like a sweet but simple ending. It wasn't like the huge catharsis that last chapters usually are, but I was like, yeah. I felt like a lot was happening. is very much like a wrap-up. Because yeah. it's basically like you find out they get into the same university, they start making their plans for moving to university, graduation comes up, the class decides to do a time capsule. So they kind of yeah. reminisce about their memories. I think Hashimoto puts in, like, the eraser that started it all. Or Hashimoto gives it to Aoki to put it in. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, the eraser that started mm-hmm. it all. And then it's just kind of like, and that was the story, and it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. And then it ended with um, a similar line to the beginning. Where yeah. it was like, this, it was like and this was a short story about some very good earnest high schoolers. Yes. Which wrapped and it's it up true. pretty well. That's exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was. It said it from the very beginning and it ended with the very same note and it was said right it exactly tin. what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was a good time. I like it. Oh yeah. It was a really good time. Mm-hmm. We should talk about like overall, I had a very good time and I thought it was so sweet and laugh out loud funny, which is rare. I don't laugh out loud at books a lot, but it was very good for my heart. I loved it. Mm. I really like this one. It was up there with some of my favorite, like, rom-coms that I've read. Yeah. That's a high it's praise yeah. from the rom-com queen. <laughs> it's one, you know, you read to have a good time. Wow. Yeah. Should we... There was a literal ghost for, like, four pages and then it was over. Should we say... I don't know where else that would have fit. Hmm? But I feel like we need to talk about the fact that there was a ghost and it was there for, like, four pages and then it was over. Oh, in the... When they go to the... Um, when they're in the inn, inn? And they fall asleep, and there's a ghost. What is that about? <laughs> I don't even know. That was just was a fun great. little, like, horror It's a great time. Thing. They do play with a lot of tropes in this. They do. It's just a silly fun time. It's just a silly fun time. Read it. Come on. Why are you not reading it? Exactly. Like, read it. Just do it. Do you want to reveal the next manga of the month? Do you know what I'm about to say? I feel like you probably do. Should I feel afraid? No. Okay. It's just one that we just keep talking about. It's Orange by Ichigo Takano. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Because <laughs> you just bought the box set. And I, keep I being did. like, wow, so pretty. I should read it. Hint, hint. Maybe we should read that one. Maybe. <laughs> okay, let's read so Orange. Let's read it. <laughs> so we're going to go from it. like a fluffy, fun high school romance to like a kind of depressing, but it's overall depressing good. high school romance. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Nothing puts me in the Christmas spirit like sad teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you then. This has been Behold Manga. Our theme music is Strawberry Flavor Love by Daystar.
And as always, no, and our social no. media. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I really was. That. I thought you were gonna pick up on it, but you didn't. Drop the ball, man. <laughs> I keep. I, I'm terrible at running social media. I am so sorry. Um, yeah, it's okay. Social media is a mistake anyway. Uh, it's called Behold called? Manga Podcast, and Behold Manga. It's on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. And as always, stop. Stop. You're You're reading reading in in the the wrong wrong direction. direction.